here we are, Friday night, we're at it again. Foose Sports Network Podcast, high school football week three, already. Wow, crazy. Already. Crazy. Um, Still we, feels like summer, too. We finally made a decision on where we were going. The weather's going to be a little questionable, but we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, we'll start our normal spiel. Uh, the big schools, D1, Euclid's 2-0. and They're at Kent McKinley tonight, who's 2-0. and Euclid beats them. I think they do, too, and they do it surprisingly easy. Uh, D2, good, really good game here. St. Ignatius, which I get their D1, but Hoban's the home team. St. Ignatius at Hoban. Hoban. Hoban wins, but close. Maybe one of the few times they're tested all year. Yeah, I think that's that's a, that's because I think Hoban's probably the best team in Ohio in all divisions. Uh, again, Fitch two and zero at Glen Oak. They Glen Oak coming off a thrashing yeah, from Massillon last I week. I think this is a game only because Fitch has to travel, and uh, you know it could result. You know Glen Oak could win this game, but not likely. I, I like Fitch by ten points, maybe fourteen. Uh, Boardman at Massel and Jackson, both one and one. I think they usually play just about every year. Yeah, they do. It's a, it's an old Federal League rival. Um, this is another close game, but I like Jackson in this one because Jackson is the home team. Uh, getting down into D3, uh, what would be a big game tonight? Uh, Youngstown East 2-0 at Niles 2-0. <coughs> what a great game. This is, in my opinion, other than the, the obvious game we're headed to, um, this is probably the best game on the schedule. Um, Niles coming off a big win against the Lions last week that kind of surprised honest, me. I, I still think East uh, is yeah. on pace. East wins. East wins tonight. I think so. But Niles apparently a little bit better. Best Here, an years. old crosstown rivalry that returns after a few years' absence. Cheney's at Liberty. I'll um, take Cheney. I take Cheney by a couple of scores. But nonetheless, Cheney, you know, they're they're back playing each other right now that Cheney exists. Yeah, it reminds you of the the, the mid nineties and the eighties when they were doing it every year. Sneaky game in Division Four. Salem two and zero goes to East Liverpool. I like East this Liverpool. Could, oh really? I like East Liverpool. I, I'm going to tell you why. It's, it's going to be close game. regardless. East Liverpool is due. Okay, you you know Salem has has played two teams they should beat, and I, I just something tells me. That this is a game. This is a sneaker game. I think East Liverpool is Oh, a pay a, 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 a slight upset. Maybe not so, but well, it, it's going to be close. I think, regardless. Yes. Uh, Beaver locals at Minerva. Does Minerva win their first game? No, but it's a game. I think a, a, an extra point. Uh, it, you know, maybe a late score, a block kick. I, I think whoever wins the game has a lot of special teams points today. A uh, game that's played Saturday that probably won't be much of a game. Gerard, uh, two and zero. They're at JFK. Warren JFK on Saturday. That's at Moncoff. Yeah, Gerard spoke. So yeah, JFK don't have the numbers. Although I'm reminded of that game back in, uh, I believe it was 2005. That was uh, or 2004. That was 62 to 57 in overtime, something like that. You could get a similar game, high scoring, but Gerard definitely. They look like they're, they're they just picked it up from last year. Uh, Division five. The Week 3 Donut Bowl, by the way. The Week 3. Oh, our favorite. The Week 3 Donut Bowl featuring the two 0-2 teams. Um, Crestview's at McDonald. How Not often do you say that's the Week 3 Donut Bowl, but... Um, McDonald in a route. You think? Yeah, McDonald. I, I, 28 kids. McDon- McDonald wins. I, well, I don't know if it's a route, but I do think McDonald still wins. 35-7. to 7. Uh, Division 6, Columbiana 1-1's at Springfield. 
I think this will be a lot like the first week for Columbiana. They'll compete, yeah. but Springfield may have too much at the end. Yeah, Springfield looks really strong this year, and, and it looks like defense, the defense looks like the strength of this football team, at least through the first two weeks. Uh, we're going to go, let's see, Brookfield, one and one, they come to United tonight. This is going to be an interesting game. Bodie Kiko is not what you would call a great quarterback. He needs to work within his within himself and what he's capable of. Um, but honestly, Brookfield's a much more talented team. Probably got some better skilled players. But I think this but is a Brookfield, close game. Brookfield did did they didn't punish McDonald last week like we or two sorry two weeks ago in the opener. They didn't beat McDonald by you know. Too bad that Columbiana just thrashed them last week. Right. McDonald, that is. I United season's on the line tonight if you have any, you know, playoff aspirations. I think United beats them at home. I've heard I think United, it's very close. I hear United or uh, Brookfield's quarterback was injured this week. So with that, because of that, I'm gonna pick United in a close game. And if the Columbiana County referees don't screw this one up. Uh, United should be able to get the victory tonight based on a lack of quarterbacks. So you'll have two teams that are basically, you know, this will be a fast game because there won't be a lot of throwing in this game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, then Struthers, 1-1 one one at West Branch, 0-2. West Branch to get their first win tonight. I think they do, and I think it is somewhat easy because Struthers is not familiar with West, with West Branch. I think they'll have a decent crowd. Struthers has really been good the last 15 years on the road. But honestly, this is West Branch's night. Each week they've gotten better, and tonight I think they start on a winning streak. Uh, and then we'll get to the, the FSN game of the week. There was much debate on what we were going to do. A lot. Um, weather played a little, you know, played a factor into this. Um, just kind of vibes that we got for each game. We were really we we thought about you know let's go see West Branch. And then we said no, they play. You know, West Branch, worst comes to worst, they play Alliance next week. We go watch them one way or the other. So we're off to hopefully not our only trip, but if it doesn't go well, our only trip to Mullenkopf this year. Yeah, this could be the one. I Listen, I, I think this is a game for a little while, um, but Harding will not be able to stop Maslin's high-powered offense, great running back, great wide receiver. <laughs> Um, Maslin, Harding will be closer than last year. It'll be from 52 to 21, or 51 to 21, to 42 to 21. But Maslin wins by three scores tonight. Harding's only hope in this game is to tackle well, get lots of turnovers, and poor officiating. Yeah. But, I mean, nonetheless, we're going to go give it a shot. Just because of the, you know, because of the, the rivalry game itself, um, a lot of crazy games that we've witnessed in this series. Yeah, that 2016-15 oh. game was the best. Uh, playing well, uh, with Lynn Bowden. That was the second, the second best. Yeah, the one this, in Madison the was best. the first. Yeah, that was the, fabulous. What, that this, this, fabulous. Oh, this. Okay, so simply because we had a brief podcast, we're gonna we're gonna touch on one thing, and then tomorrow we're gonna have a lot of fun with the with the college football. Uh, college football show pre-game and post-game um, there just wasn't a whole lot of really big games tonight at the high school level so we didn't unfortunately have a whole lot to really talk about um, just for this just for the nostalgia uh, purpose of this what's your best Harding Maslin 
since it's rivalry night, since that's where we're going, what's the best Harding Maslin memory in your life? Well, you know, I, I could take you back to the, the 1977 season when Harding was down 20-7 to and Maurice Hall led us back to a 21-20 to win. Probably one of the most unlikely games because uh, Maslin's only loss of the year was to us, and we went 6-3-1 and won that season. Uh, Maurice Hall was a very adequate quarterback. He wound up playing in the MAC. I can't remember what school he played, but he was a four-year starter in the MAC. I want to say it was Ball State. But the the game against uh, the game you and I witnessed back in 2002 in the state uh, regional playoff game semifinals. When, yes, yeah, oh. when, when we uh, when their their kicker Mike Abdul, who went on to have a good career at Pittsburgh missed the extra point in overtime and sent 10,000 gold and black fans. Maybe more than that. Yeah, I think it's probably closer to 20,000, 25,000. But it was one of the greatest nights because that day you and I went to the Ohio State-Michigan game and we beat the two M's in the same day. We may never see that again. And both teams teams clinched a shot in the championship game in the same day. It was fabulous. That, That... that, that was mine. That was the one I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna reference. Yeah, because you and I went to this game. No, I mean um, the, the, the fifteen again. The six, sixteen. The six. Was it sixteen? The fifteen. Game 15. was at home, and the sixteen. The sixteen game one at Maslin was that really was, fun. Yeah, that's our second. Um, that, one. That's second only because of the one play. Harding's down what twenty one to sep twenty one to seven. Yeah. They have fourth and twenty six or you know forever. And Lynn Bowden, you know, who of course was, you know, the whole team. He was the Ted Ginn of the Harding Rangers. He was the punter. And I'll never forget the long snapper snaps it over his head. And the whole wayside goes, oh, Jesus, here we go. Like, it's going to be 28-7 to literally in the first quarter. Well, the ball gets snapped over his head. He's chasing it, running all over the place. He's at his own, like, five, running for his life. Picks this ball up. Runs one way, stops, runs all the way back the other way, stops, runs all the way back the other way, and goes 90 yards for a touchdown. And there were no holding calls. And the entire, the entire home side for Maslin literally went, what the hell just happened? Harding ended up coming back winning 41 to 27. 41-27. They ended up destroying them in the second half. It was a great day. And it, it oh, what a, but... 2002, though, still the greatest. There's a Maslin fan. Oh, yeah, we're following him up. 2002, though, that will still go down as the greatest football game I've ever seen live in person. One, because of who it was, the rivalry. Harding had already beat him once earlier in the year. State semifinals in the Rubber Bowl. That stadium, remember how it was split half and half? They, they set this up. They set it up so well that behind the one goalpost in the bold end of the end zone, they had an usher making sure that the fans literally made a line. So Harding had one half of the entire stadium. Maslin had the other half. It was just awesome. And I remember before it went 14-14 to into OT, Harding got the ball first, went right in and scored. 15, 20,000 people on one side you know, one half of the stadium go yeah, crazy. crazy. Maslin crazy. gets the ball back. They get the ball. Couple of plays. Touchdown. The whole Maslin side goes cra- you know, crazy. Guy comes in to kick and just shanks it. Just just literally just shanks the, shanks the kick. And 
it, to this day is still one of it, it just you're we literally everybody was in shock like what like what what just happened well you're going the back way mm-hmm. fancy uh everybody was literally like well you know what what just happened of course harding went on the next week and should have beat cincinnati elder for the state championship but that's another argument for another day yes it is but what a what a what a fun really rivalry it's been over the you know, yeah, over the years, this has been a lot of fun. There's been so many great games. Uh, 1984, uh, Harding played uh, Maslin back when it was the old Panthers. It would be um, one of the greatest uh, games that I can remember as a as a high school, a post high school student. The 1988 game was also special, uh, but the '84 game we beat them 18 to six. The there was a school strike. And they had all went back to school. Maslin was going through a tough year. Harding was okay, uh, but the grass was like five freaking inches high. And uh, Maslin fans still complain about that to this day. Uh, we beat them 18 to six that night. Almost made the playoffs had we beaten Austintown Fitch that year. But and then the '88 game, which was unbelievable, where the game ended with uh, Maslin not scoring from the one inch line. One of the greatest goal line stands of the Harding Panther era. And we got away 27 to 26 that night, I believe. Just a lot of great games in this rivalry. Maslin's won a lot of close games. That's why this this rivalry is so lopsided. It was because a lot of them were seven to six, 12 to seven, nine to seven, 14 to 12. Apparently, we the, the extra point hadn't been invented at Warren until a certain year where they they actually started having kickers. So. But it, you know, the great clock incident of uh, the 1950s, um, where Maslin's apparently the, the power went out and the clock came back on instead of 20 seconds left, there was two minutes. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of crazy stuff over the years. But this oh, this really is one of the hidden gems of high oh, school. Oh, and everybody, you know, everybody talks, you know, Maslin McKinley, and yeah, they're it's more personal because they're they're close. They're, they're you know they're right next to each other and. You know they play every year pretty much religiously, but this th- these teams don't like each other at all, and there and there they, won't be any love lost from these two fan bases tonight either. That's, that's true. right. And that it, is one. That is for sure. They did not play each other from 1986 on to 2002. 16 years. These two proud programs, and it is still the 10th oldest rivalry in the state of Ohio because of that. There would have been the top rivalry, other than Kent McKinley-Maslin, this would have been number two by a wide margin had it not been for the discontinuation of the series. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the high school one. Like I said, didn't have a whole lot really today. Not a ton of games as far as relevance. Um, like I said, we'll be ready to go in the morning. Uh, what are we doing? 10 a.m.? 10, yeah, 10 sounds like a good 10, time. We should make this our regular starting time of 10 a.m. every week. This way everybody knows when to tune in to our to our merry little band. 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Um, I'll post updates on there for that. Um, of course, we'll do it like last week. We'll touch on some high school, you know, some high school games. Um, we'll get a, all the college games ready to go, and we'll just have a good old time. So if you guys have any questions, then post them on there. We'll, you know, as and long we'll as we try to get more to them this week. We're well, last week was my fault. I didn't have. I was trying to run it off my phone and not the Wi-Fi on the pregame, and I should have had it on the Wi-Fi, so it, it'll load better. Yeah, that's what so, happens when you live in the middle of nowhere. 
but which I, we like. We'll, we'll, we'll get that straightened out. Um, like I said, we'll catch you all then. Look forward to tomorrow morning. Go Raiders. Um, we'll give you – we'll, we'll I'll try to do a couple minutes of uh, pregame here at Mollenkopf, just depending on how packed we are around everybody. So um, we'll get, you know, the whole charades of the disdain of these two teams. Um, we will go from there. Like I said, we will talk to you all tomorrow morning to get ready for the college football. We'll do some high school reviews. Um, if you're going out to a game tonight, I hope you don't get wet. going to kind of depend on where you are and how quick the game goes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Go Warriors. Go Warriors and, and go Eagles. Let's hope they can get one tonight and get back on track. So Yeah, what you said. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good night.